Well, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Romance at a Glance, talking alien romance all season long. I'm your host, Bridget. With me is my co-host, Shawnee. Hello, Shawnee. Hello, Bridget. Welcome to my home. It's nice to have you here. I love to be here. I love to be here. This is our last episode in the same spot for a while and our last episode in my Los Angeles home before I moved to Chicago. Don't remind me. Let's move on. (laughs) With us is also our producer, Jane. Hi, Jane. Hi, guys. What's up? Oh, you know, we're just hanging in and I'm excited because Jane bet me $5 in the last episode, you guys. She (laughs) wouldn't like any alien romances this season and I am hoping that I am going to win $5. So I'm pretty excited to see what everyone thinks about this book. Hell yeah. I should tell you what book we're reading. We're reading Gladiator by Anna Hackett. And also we're going to have Anna Hackett on the podcast for an interview, which will be coming at you at some point because she is in Perth, Australia, and we are in Los Estados Unidos. So we're going to have to do a little bit of time zone magic to make that interview happen. But that will be coming at you pretty soon. And today we are reading, that is right, about intergalactic galactic gladiators be still my sweet sweetheart you guys ready to get into this one i'm ready to get into this one I'm ready. and i am very curious to see what jane has to say <laughs> <laughs> all right well in that case you guys let's get popping romance at a glance uh-huh. romance at a glance romance at a glance go ahead girl Well, like I said, we're reading book one of the Galactic Gladiators series, which is on Kindle Unlimited for all you Kindle Unlimited fans. If you guys don't have Kindle Unlimited, go in your show notes of the app that you are listening on or on our website and you can get a free 30 days courtesy of Romance at a Glance and we get a small commission. Oh, why thank you for choosing our link to get your Kindle Unlimited fix. Shawnee, first, before we get too far in, tell us all about the narrator. I actually really, really love the narrator. Hooray. Her name is Vivian Lenny? Lenny? I don't know. Anyway, you could just click on it. She did a really great job, and you can always know when someone does a good job by how they do the other gender. So if I actually believe that a man is talking when she does the man's voice or vice versa, and she nailed the dude for me. At some point, I had to go back and go like, wait, who... Was it a woman or a man narrating this book? Oh. And that's how I know she did a good So time. she was the narrator for the whole book? The whole book. Awesome. No switch POV. I really loved it. Well, guys, that's a glowing Shawnee recommendation. I have to say, usually she's like, it was fine. She's only There's only been a couple narrators where she has given a glowing recommendation. So if you like audiobooks, this seems like one for you. It's one for you. I have to say that I appreciated that the cover art told me exactly what I was going to get. I was going to get gladiators. I was going to get <laughs> rippling ab muscles with, with tattoos. I was going to get some sort of bleak, sandy uh, sandy background. And I was like, yeah, that is what I want out of this book. Couldn't see the face. Didn't need to. Didn't need a face. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't need a face. And I thought it was literally the perfect cover for exactly what this book was. Told me exactly what it was, and it delivered exactly what it was, I thought. Yeah, I totally agree. I have no complaints about this cover. <laughs> Eight ab muscles and lots of tattoos. It's got, uh, it's got everything I need to uh, completely. <laughs> Jane, what do you think? Tell me about the cover. Uh, yeah, no, Sold you on yeah, the genre. Yeah. I, I prefer a cover like this to the cover of Barbarian's Mate, to be honest. So I, would, I didn't mind the, the just him and like the symmetry and whatnot. Symmetry in those abs, you're so funny. And it definitely told me like it was going to be about gladiators because it had like kind of that like cloak in the background, leather strap across the chest feel. Yeah. All right, before we get too far, I'm going to tell you guys the synopsis. 
Harper is an Earth space marine. That's right. She's a space marine from Earth who gets abducted by bad, bad aliens alongside a few other Earth women. She gets beaten and starved and then sold as a slave to fight as a gladiator in the core magna arena on a desert planet hundreds of years of space travel away or a wormhole that the bad guys got lucky and found. No one has ever seen Earthlings, as we are called. And, and then now she's on this planet. She is bought by the House of Galen, but all is not as it seems. And rather than slavers, she finds a patchwork family of aliens bonded in a mission to save innocents sold on the sands. She falls for a former prince and champion, Raiden, and he wants revenge against the same Thraxian aliens who kidnapped her because they destroyed his planet and killed his entire family. And when she sees her former friend held in captivity by the Thraxians, she abandons her attempts to find a way home and fights to free her with her newfound friends. That's pretty much the story. I mean, it's a quick read, 200 and some pages. Took me a couple hours, two hours and change. It was five and a half hours at its regular speed. (laughs) (laughs) So Shawnee finished it in the same amount of time I read it. (laughs) Actually, I didn't. So like, uh, like I'm on my period. So when I am, I fall asleep very easily Mm. because I'm just completely fatigued. So when I say I had to rewind so many times, not because the book was bad, just because I kept falling asleep. Yeah. So Shawnee has a low blood count you guys <laughs> her period really does not do her a service she needs all her blood to maintain <laughs> i'd wake up and like six chapters went by and i'm like god damn it god damn it so first of all i thought this book is short but i thought she did a good job of like dumping you into the action you like quickly meet her she saves her friend who gets like blown out of an air patch so she knows she you know she's like heroic and a badass and then immediately after that, the bad aliens attack and like cut a hole in the hull, but she doesn't like cower. She like fights back, but they're like gigantic and there's multiples of them. And even though she deals a few blows, they knock her over the head and throw her into a cell and then they gas the cell and make her go to sleep. And then immediately you jump forward and now she is being delivered to this planet where she's going to be purchased. And you hear her say like, in a very quick sentence, like I've been fighting back this whole time and getting beaten and I've been looking for weak points. And then she proceeds to whoop this big ass alien's ass because the whole time she like knows, okay, if I hit him right in this spot, his like armor is weak. If I hit him right in this spot, he's going to fall down because he has nerves there. And she like kicks this dude's ass. And I was like, hello, Harper, and welcome to this book because (laughs) I liked her. I liked she was She was like a strong, dope ass Becomes a gladiator lady. I think this book did a great job of, I think, something that annoys us in other books, right? Mm -hmm. Which is still allowing you to have an alpha hero with all the alpha hero things and not necessarily making the girl like whiny, submissive, or like always just kind of needing to be saved all the time. And I like that. I was like, I love that it started in the action again. This is a potato chip book, and it's a perfect potato chip perfect. book. It's it delivers everything I needed in a short little compact little thing. And I was reading one review that said, like, the characters were one-dimensional. And I was like, this book, especially in a potato chip book, I don't need a whole lot of backstory. Just give me enough information to connect with the character so that I can get into it and get my fix. And I feel like this book gave me just enough information about their backgrounds to understand why he's so you know, on his mission, what she's trying to do to get back home or to figure shit out. Save the earth women. Yeah. Without giving me a whole long schlong of something I got to get into about their past. That doesn't matter. 
I agree. Yeah, like any insights you get into their past are fairly quick. And the other person like immediately challenges them the way you would in real life. Like she's like, oh, like my brother and sister and like my family, like they never really wanted me or understood me. And he's like, well, that's dumb. You're not alone. I'm with you. And I'm like, good. Great. (laughs) Solved it. Great. Good for you. One thing I appreciate about him. So he's like a former prince whose entire world gets killed and like sort of subsumed and him and his protector Galen who's the one who sort of runs their group now are the only ones who escape alive and one thing I liked about him is I feel like it would have been very easy to make him into like a traditional alpha male hero alien where he's like my woman will stay home my woman will be protected and he's more like oh yo you're a dope ass warrior like let's go spar on the sands yeah (laughs) let's go roll in the dirt oh you got a knife I got a knife got- you want two swords I got two swords for you girl I get you two swords from my home world <laughs> and like everyone you know like he's like oh you want to be a gladiator you could be my partner I love we can work it. together <laughs> like to me it's real primal man it's let's real go, primal. let's go spar dude let's go I fuck. knew you were gonna like this book because they he takes her to this so she tells him that she loves to swim and he takes her to this like the whole world is like built around these like intricate cave system underneath the like a surface of the world and they're super rich because they've been winning as gladiators and like stealing money and stuff for decades and so he has this like underground swimming pool and he's like i've never brought anyone here before but i love to swim too my home world had all these lakes and so they go swimming and of course get to the fucking dirt but also he like challenges her they like roll around on the mats and pillows and i was like shawnee's gonna i was there for it bridget (laughs) i was like rewind So it was interesting because when we were like deciding what books to do and Jane was like, well, there's one with gladiators. And I was like, gladiators. (laughs) And Bridget was like, well, we have to choose between these books. And I was like, gladiators. Gladiator aliens. Oh, gladiators. Yeah. Yep. That's no choice. Let me check. Let me think about Mm -hmm. it. Gladiators. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anna Hackett, you got our number, girl. Get our number. And I'm like very pleasantly surprised. Because I feel like I like this book actually more than I generally like potato chip books. Mm-hmm. Like, I actually really enjoyed this. I and did it was too. the perfect amount of time. And I I didn't feel like it gave me all this extra bullshit. There was one moment in the end of the book where she did something that was, that I think, like other authors do this, right? So the main character figured out that she couldn't go home, that the wormhole that she got there on had already been closed and she couldn't get home. It'd take 200 years to get home she delivers this information to her friend at the end of the book and she says all of that again to her friend and we read it and those are moments in books where i feel like authors can refer back to the first bit of information that they gave us so instead of saying that she could have just said that the character explained why she couldn't get home and they could move forward Does that make oh sense? yeah or it could have like she could have been like and i told her what and they I told, told her me. what they told me and then keep going. <laughs> that's it. And I think that that's uh, that happens all the time. And I think every time it happens in a book, I think it, but I never bring it up on the podcast or I never write it down in order to talk about it. But this was a good example. I was like, that's where you can cut down all your word uses, <laughs> authors. Like that kind of shit. Gets I didn't redundant. think it was egregious though, because she did do it in one sentence. Still, well, I do think other authors we've seen do do full yes. paragraph dumps or full re almost a whole new chat or oh, chaptering and you're yes. like we've already covered all this covered territory this <laughs> i think hers was pretty i do agree like she could have 
just said like, and I told Reagan what they told me, or I, yeah. and I explained to Reagan why we can't go home. And I consoled her. Boom. Yeah. I know that. And I hugged that her because she was on. now sad. You know, um, I do forgive it in this book because the author didn't give me a bunch of other useless information. So I was like, all right, fine. Jane, I want to hear <laughs> one good thing you have to say about this book. Okay. And I know there's one because I know you liked this book more than the last one. So. I actually, that's, I did like this better than the other ones. I liked, I thought it was funny and I liked it about Raiden that his idea of flirting was to challenge her to duels, countless duels throughout the book. I thought that was cute. And I liked Harper and I, I, I like when the heroine is like kind of a bitch. So that was the thing I liked about this book. Yay. <laughs> I don't think I've won $5 at you guys, but that was a glowing recommendation <laughs> compared to last week. So I'll accept it. Okay. So obviously one thing I also like about this is that they have sex more, which is always what I want yes, in my alien you. romances. I want there to be romance. And I thought the balance between like the fun of the gladiator scenes and how she described how like, you know, Harper was feeling the bloodlust and feeling like her heart was pounding. And then he comes off the sands and she like wipes the blood off his lip. I was like, ooh. Girl, you're gonna get it later. You're gonna get him. Go get him. Get him. Go get him. Go get him. And the but I also conversely liked that it wasn't it was like kind of it like it on his part maybe a little bit more of an insta lust situation. But for her, considering the book's only two hundred pages, like I think they actually hook up like maybe like 30 or 40% in. And I liked that they had like a ramp up to it. Like it wasn't like they saw each other and it was like, oh, we're going to hook up tomorrow, which I do obviously you guys know love in any sort of fated mate situation. But in a situation where there isn't like a reason for that, I liked that they had a little bit of sparring. They had a little bit of like camaraderie, a little bit of combativeness, and then slowly he was like wiped the lip off, fingered her on a balcony. (laughs) <laughs> then then they, she watched him shower naked and lusted after him. I agree totally. And I think there's a couple things that allow me to let characters get together quickly. So if you're going to go through something that's a big trauma together, I think that's something that allows characters to bond faster. I'll accept that they get together faster in those circumstances. Oh my God, I'm going to bring this back during a suspense romance book. I can <laughs> tell you right now. It's going to haunt you what you just said. I'm going to bring it back. I'm going to bring it back. It has to be something bonding enough, <laughs> but also in conjunction with something they have in common. I need So this was just that. They had something very big in common, something that got the blood ramping up. It's like, it's like when you go salsa dancing. After I go salsa dancing, I always want to fuck. Like, I, just, I don't want to fuck the person I'm dancing with, but I, it gets my blood hot. And then I want to go home and I want to fuck my partner so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I want to drink some tequila. That's it. I want to feel all the eyes on me, and then I want to go home and I'll work off and all work it all, that, <laughs> work it all off on somebody. You know, and I feel like that's why all of that little tension that was built up—it was like the perfect timing. It was just enough when they got together. I was about it, and they did something in this book that I thought of you, Bridget, because it it satisfied both of us. There's a certain point where they're like trying to infiltrate to get to her friends. And they have to fake like they're making out and Mm -hmm. fucking on the wall in order for the guards not to like fuck with them. And I was like, I love this because they're not really making out. Oh, yes, they were. Well, they they, they were. I mean, they they were were really making out, but (laughs) but they were very aware of the danger element, you know, and they were being sneaky about it. So you got your little, oh, they're having a fix and he's got a boner after. And I got my, but they're still vigilant and prepared to fight. Mm So funny. Oh my God. But yes. So like speaking of them, like fucking and stuff, I thought this book actually had a lot of like really good little funny moments. Like when 
he sees her naked for the first time and he's like, what's this? And then he like strokes her clit and she like, you know, moans. And he's like, "Ooh, a pleasure center. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, on ours, they're inside. And she's like, that would be handy. (laughs) And then she sees his penis for the first time. And he's like, am I not like human males? Is something wrong? And she's like, just like a little bit bigger. It's fine. I can work with it. And like when he immediately starts fucking her again, like just changes positions and she's like, whoa. And he's like, oh, is it too soon? Are you not okay? And she's like, no, no, it's fine. It's just human men usually need. He's like, no, no, no. I have to come two or three times at least. (laughs) That sounds fantastic. That sounds great. That sounds like a dream (laughs) come true. A motherfucking dream. Especially if he's coming at her with like two and three hundies. You know what That's I mean? what I'm saying. I want so a hundred or I want nothing. I don't want your, <laughs> Give me I don't want your 70. I don't want a 70%. I want a hundy. Nice hundy. Yes. But so she did, she lost the point for me when I don't understand when you're on an alien planet, okay? If I'm on an alien planet, there's no way I'm going to go take on some sort of adventure thing by myself. If I have people who can help me. So when her friend, when she gets a note from her friend, like she's in trouble. Oh yeah, that was dumb. I was like, Super dumb. it was, for me, it was out of character. Absolutely. I was like, you but she gets this- a note. She gets a note from her friend who's, who's under captivity with the Thraxians. And it says like, come alone and don't see anyone else. And I can talk to you or whatever. And she's like in the cages of their sort of like dungeon. And so she goes alone and I'm like, everybody knows yeah. when a note says come alone. You never go alone. Or you go alone, but you tell somebody where you're going. You say, like, look, I have to go alone. However, you be right outside. (laughs) Ready to burst in at any moment. (laughs) Yeah, that was super stupid. And I don't, I mean, there's just no, she has been working on a team. She's in the military. She should know better. She should know better. I just thought it was out of character. It was out of character. It was definitely out of character. I do, like, it was out of character, I was like, they need, I felt like they just needed to do something to have like a one like a hero moment for him to come. A hero moment for him to come, and also like a little bit of contention between them, where he's like, "You didn't trust me," and like, "You don't actually like like me." And she's like, "But I do like you. I thought I was saving my friend." Like, <laughs> You're dumb, but I still like you. <laughs> I did. I I felt that was a little bit contrived. That whole like, now I'm mad at you because yeah. you did this. That. Was a little, but I was like, whatever. I moved past it really quickly. I did too. Because like right after that, they have this whole thing where she, you know, finds out she can't go home. And then he's like, you're not alone. And then he's like, I need to put my cock in you so that you know that you're not alone. And I'm like, that's a great use of a penis. It's great use of a penis. It it distracts me. I feel like they used the penis to distract me away from this contrivance. Yes, she did. And then it worked out. It worked for me. It worked for her. It worked for everyone. And then, so what do you think? Because he made... One of my ultimate cardinal sins, which is being a stupid ass mofo and leaving <laughs> when he the girl. So they go, they they find out where she's being held. They go into the Thraxian ship. She's being shipped off world. And they're like, well, we have to get her today. So they all go in and he spots the Imperator who killed his family and like had his sister raped in front of him and all this other horrible stuff. And he's like, I'm going to go after him. We can save her and I can kill him at the same time. And she's like, okay. like clearly you're choosing your vengeance over me and I'm not important enough to you. And so she's just like, okay, cool. We got to go. And she just, I actually liked the fact she didn't like beg him or anything. She was just like, okay, well, well, we're on a military mission. So be safe. Peace. (laughs) And turned around and was like, everyone else with me, let's go. And he was just like, well, wait, but don't be so sad and closed off. It's like, what'd you expect, bro? You're supposed to be helping her with her friend. You're not supposed to be going on little revenge side missions. (laughs) 
I don't like a revenge side mission that doesn't involve the other person. And of course, I do I do have to say I was happy though that she didn't have him go and kill the Imperator or start fighting him and then go back at the last minute. Like he doesn't even, like he has an opening where he could actually go and fight him. And he's like, hears them saying like, oh, like we've released the like animals or whatever into the thing to fight them. And he's just like, oh, it's not worth it. Like my memories of her and of, of my friends are stronger than my old grief and like revenge. Which I liked. So he didn't leave for very long. He catches up to them pretty quick. Yeah. Well, I liked that he had like one thought, that one thought, and he changed course versus it being some long drawn out situation. Like, And then he gets there and he's like, and he says right away, like, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have left. He doesn't like dick around. He doesn't like say like, well, you don't understand. He's just like, I was wrong. I'm back. (laughs) See, I can forgive that. Like in real life, we have an argument, Bridget, right? I'm like, the sky is blue. You're like, nah, the sky is fucking green. <laughs> or some shit. I don't know. But then you find out that the sky is fucking blue. But you double down. I would you, double down. You'd be like, you'd be like, well, <laughs> I would well, I, I will fight. Let me tell you, I will fight to the death. When someone doubles down when they know they're wrong, I will fight till they're in the ground. I will be talking to your corpse. See, I just like write it off. <laughs> like when someone doubles down, I'm like, oh, you're dumb. Okay, bye. <laughs> We're done here. Oh, you're an idiot. Okay, cool. Oh, I'm not going to change your mind about the literal sky color? You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm out of here. Oh, I definitely have a scorched earth no. mentality. It's maybe not good. It's No, it's probably for the Arguably. Past. That's protecting your energy. That's called yeah. protecting your energy. But when I deal with anybody and they immediately take ownership of what has what sure. went wrong, I can let that thing go so fast and move on so quickly. You know, you know what? You're right. The sky is blue. My bad. That is literally all I need to move on. (laughs) I agree with you. I agree with you. Because there's nothing worse than you knowing you're right about something that's a fact. Not like, oh, I think your emotions are wrong. Well, you can't quantify my own emotions. But like something that is a clear like, yes, you know, Tulsa is in Oklahoma. Yeah. (laughs) It's just the state it's in. Neither here nor there. It's just... It is pronounced Illinois, not Illinois. <laughs> the S is silent. These are just things. These are facts. Wait a minute. Wait, what? A lot of people who aren't from Illinois don't realize that. The There's no S. <laughs> there is an S in the spelling, but not in the sound. Oh, shit. I'm years old. <laughs> Hilarious. Well, welcome to Illinois. See? <laughs> Illinois? <laughs> well, that's all. Some people do say it like that, but usually it's just Illinois. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> this took the perfect turn. See, Shawnee was just like, okay, accept that you're I right. <laughs> I like to say, you're not wrong. You're not, not wrong. <laughs> it, it doesn't quite say, it, I don't say that I was wrong. I just say that you are not wrong. <laughs> um, the other part of the book that I loved was, so they get back. He's apologized. Yeah. They've gotten healed, which BT dubs, one of the things I love about these books is alien technology and alien healing abilities. Because in a normal book, if people are going through all these battles, I'm like, no way are they walking around cash style being shot. But in these, I'm like, oh, they just dipped into some alien goop and they're just real. They regen. Yeah. Everybody's fine. Which is is so great. So great. (laughs) Because I, there was one part where, you know, when she gets kidnapped and she's got like stabbed or some other shit. And I was like, oh, where are they going to go from here? They have a battle in like a day or two for her friend. Dip her in the old regen pod. And I was like, oh, regen? How convenient. How great. But I really love the one scene. Healers on staff? Well, of course you need them. You're a (laughs) 
I love the one scene where he's already regened uh-huh. and and she comes in to like, you know, baby him uh-huh. and he's like, oh, you know, uh, yeah, hurt. Go lower. Yeah. Go lower. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I don't think you got a wound there. I got a, yeah. Yeah. I got a wound. Just keep going down. <laughs> I was like, I like that. That was cheeky shit. Yeah. That's what he also says at one do. point, like, put your put my cock in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that scene when he's like, you know, like, fucking give me a blowjob, and she's like, I don't do, I don't do what people tell me to do. But you're lucky, but you want to, because I want to. So she, she like wrestles him over, yeah. and then yep, <laughs> and like straddles him on top of him. I was like, that's the kind of play I like. Yeah. That's my shit. Yeah, I know you like that kind of play, Shawnee. Everyone who listens to this podcast knows that you like it. And that is why I said when I was reading this book, I was like, this is going to be Shawnee's catnip. Catnip. And I I've never, I don't think I've read a gladiator book before, like a gladiator. I don't romance. think I have either. So now I'm about to go An down alien a gladiator, gladiator fucking marathon. Well, as no one who's listening to this will be surprised, I, of course, read book number two. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Handbook number three. And I started book four. <laughs> there had to be. Or keep going. So they're they great. I'm loving them. I'm having so much fun. I wanted to see whether each couple would be different or the same. And they are different, which is always good. And I wanted to get to Galen's book. But Galen's book is like book 11. And I just don't think I'm going to get there anytime soon. But I will tell you on Patreon how I feel about all the books. But I'll give you a full review. But I liked them. So far, so good. Okay, but what I was going to say about that scene is they get healed and he's like, hop on this dick and he's sitting in a chair. He doesn't literally say that, but pretty close. And so she jumps on top of him and she's like, you locked the door, right? And he's like, yeah, no problem. And so they're fucking, they've just finished and everyone like bursts into the room. And she's like, <laughs> I thought you locked the door. And this is one of my favorite quotes of the book. She says, oh my God. Her horrified whisper brushed against Raiden's ear. You're still inside me. And I thought that was fucking so funny. <laughs> and all of them were like gladiators and have like, they're all like shower together. And like, it's very clear that the earth women are like more modest and that they just like don't care and doesn't really phase them. And everyone's like clapping on them on the back. And they're like, oh, we're so happy you guys are okay. Like, yeah, we got Reagan back. Good job. Everyone survived. And she's like, I can just imagine like, just like, you just had an intense orgasm. You're st- he's literally still in there and you're just sitting there like nodding at everyone like, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yep, super happy. You guys need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> There's no casual way to get off someone's penis when you're sitting on them. There's no subtle way to do that. They all can smell it. They're all aliens. Yep. So you're and just kind of- And when you get off, it's messy. It's, a, it's, it's like, like it's a- <laughs> Stop it, Bridget. God damn it. <laughs> right now. <laughs> I had to. I had to do it to our <laughs> listeners. Rag hags, you guys know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back with our ratings and some more favorite lines. Dear Romance Besties, if you want to support the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash romance at a glance to check out our awesome perks, including stickers, watching movies with us, naughty book boxes, and you can even be on the show. Can't be a patron? You can still support the show by purchasing books or things we recommend through our affiliate links on our show notes and our dope-ass website. Thanks for the commish. Or you can leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Screenshot your review, send it to us on Instagram, and we'll send you some stickers. Now, Bridge, let's get back to the ratings. Yes. Okay, you guys. The real test, obviously, will be Jane's ratings, but start with Shawnee. Shawnee, what did you think of Harper? Harper, I gave a four. Because I was between a four and a five, but because she did that dumbass move where she was like, I'm going to go alone. 
I took a, a point off. But I actually, I really liked the how plucky she was about everything, how she was quick, she was a good fighter, she was scrappy even when she was injured. I just, I like a scrappy character. I really do. And it was funny because reading through a lot of their reviews, there's a lot of people who don't like when the heroine is too strong. And, and I'm like, that's ingrained patriarchy. Fight against it. <laughs> Fight against it. <laughs> I, I just, don't, I don't like when they're too weak. It really drives me crazy when I feel like they don't have agency and when they're, when everything's happening to them. And so I feel like in a book like this, where ev- everything is happening to her, her fighting against every second of that is good. I love that. That yeah. shit is, that's my catnip. So I gave her a four. It was good. I gave her a four also. I, again, same. Thought she was badass. I love that she loved fighting. I love that she was like, ooh, I'm going to be a gladiator. I like that when she realized like, oh, I can never go home. She was like, okay, then I'm going to make like a, a, a like a life for myself here. I'm going to be a gladiator. I'm going to like help them rescue people. I'm going to get my friends back. And she, you know, was obviously sad, but wasn't like sad to the point of, oh, well, woe is me. What am I going to do? She was sad. And then she was like, okay, well, I can still save my friends, which I liked. I agree with you. She made a stupid move. Shouldn't have gone alone. She almost died. That was dumb. <laughs> Aside from that, liked her. Jane, did you like Harper? I did like Harper. The real test for me about heroines is if I am both romantically interested in the male lead and the heroine herself, and I was interested in, in Harper. I could get down with Harper. Yeah. Okay, our hero rating, I gave him a four also. I thought he was strong, stalwart, caring. I like that he told her how he felt. I like that he was always like, I'm with you. You're not alone. You're with me. Hello, you're with me. Uh, obviously, he lost a star for abandoning her like a stupid ass, but he didn't lose two or three for like abandoning her for a long time or actually going through with killing Fox and then someone got injured badly or something. Like he realized his mistake like two hallways down and doubled back. So. You know what's interesting? I see people in real life and I have family members who they pick their partner based on that alpha energy. Mm-hmm. But the person they pick has ego. They're not able to say when they're wrong. They're, you know, they're, you have kids with that person. And now all of that comes flushing like to the forefront and there's so much insecurity there. And so the thing I I love about this character is that he is that alpha male, but he's also able to be like, you know, uh, when I'm wrong, also caring, show his emotions and be present. You can be both. And that's what I loved about it. I picked this line about him. Oh, I gave him a four. Just if I, I gave a four, but this line is my favorite line in the book. And I think it speaks to this, right? So she's going to introduce him to her friend from earth. And she's like, this is Raiden. He's my, she wasn't quite sure how to describe him. Boyfriend sounded really juvenile. Lover. mm." And then he says hers. I'm hers. Mm -hmm. And I love that because in every book, it's always like, she's mine. She's mine. She's mine. And he's like, no, I belong to her. And I was like, that was perfect for the book. It fit perfectly his character. And I liked that a lot. I was like, yes, you are. Yeah, yes, you, you are. are. <laughs> it reminds me of I was out somewhere with my husband's like friends and work friends. And someone was like, oh, who are you? And I was like, oh, I'm Leo's wife. And she's like, oh, Leo's not your husband. And I was like, first of all, I was confused. I was like, is Leo my husband? Like, I was like, well, yeah, he is. That I mean, that's kind of like implied if I'm his wife that he's my husband. She's like, well, you just said it in a way that wasn't like you as the possessor. 
And I was like, yeah, because you don't know me. You're asking me who I am. And I am his wife. That's how you would know me because you know Leo. So I am his wife. That's why I'm here. And I get her point of it. But I was like, and I said to her, I was like, well, we're if we were with my friends, he would say, I'm Bridget's husband. That's how he would introduce himself because that's how people would know him. Oh, you belong to Bridget? Okay, great. Cool. What's your name? And, but it was it just reminded me of that because I remember thinking like, Leo's husband. Yeah, I'm that too. I mean, I mean, yeah, it's like, because okay yeah (laughs) i think sometimes every woman on the planet is a feminist right i don't care if you you believe you are or not like everyone's a feminist Mm -hmm. but i think oh i think i told you this but i don't know if i told you this on the podcast but Mm -hmm. it was the funniest ass moment in one of my kink support groups i was in this poly support group and somebody made a comment of like how women are more like abused than men Right. And so another woman, she she took issue with this, even though they had kind of the moderator had kind of cleared that up and been like, nah. this woman took issue. And so she kind of goes on this this rant about things. And it was all over the place. I mean, super all over the place. But she ended it with saying, like, I'm a level five feminist. And, you know, and so I believe the X, Y, Z. And I go, there's levels to this. <laughs> 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 me and another homegirl are on the are in the thing, right? And she texts me. She goes, "What's level five? I go, "I tell you, I I don't know there was a level five, so I'm googling. Yeah, right. And there's like different waves of feminism, and I guess each one has a different name. Oh, I didn't That's know that. Thing. I'm not well versed in that. I couldn't tell you, but level five is like you're focusing on certain other issues in feminism or whatever. But nothing of what she talked about had anything to do with being a level five feminist. But sometimes there's moments like like what happened in real life or like the girls who told me that if guys paid for my date I had to have sex with them like that are these weird yeah where I'm always like I was like I, I'm like I see what you're doing I see what's happening here I do but I'm gonna need you to calm down <laughs> And also, it's not I don't that have serious. to have sex with anyone. All right, well, he could take me on a hundred dates where he pays for dinner, and I still don't have to have sex with him. Unless we sign a contract <laughs> in which I say I am a prostitute, and you will buy me a hundred dinners, and then dinners. I will have sex with you. <laughs> Until I sign that contract, I do not have to give up <laughs> my pussy. Oh gosh, I just thought it, I was like I couldn't. I did the same thing you do with the math in my head. Yeah. At first, I I, was, I literally, I'm sure she saw me and was like, "Oh, she dumb as rocks," because I was like. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, uh, yes, he is also my husband. <laughs> I was like, and I get what she was saying because, like, uh, the, uh, there certainly are historically and even now a lot of the f- women who don't want to change their name because they feel like they are now like this man's possession or whatever. Not how me and my husband think. I changed my name because I'm a lazy piece of shit. And I didn't want to have a different name than my kids and have to prove it for the rest of their lives. I was like, not going to do it. That sounds terrible. And I knew I was going to have some. So I was like, we better have the same name. So I could just be like, no, I am Mama Chun. Those are my small children. And you guys almost picked a fusion name instead. We did. We were so close. It's so much better. I know. I would have. Chinogly. That's why my company's named Chinogly. Because... But it was like, it was open. It was on the table. He would have done it. The only reason we didn't is because his dad is very traditional and he is from Korea and he was, he put the foot down. He was like, I will never forgive you guys. And he has like, he doesn't like speak to his family. There's like a real big riff. So like, he's definitely a scorched earth. Like that was a real thing. <laughs> that was a possibility. And we were like, is it worth it? And we were like, mm, no, probably not. Is it worth it? Let it work. <laughs> but now that we have two daughters and we can't hand down the name anyways, theoretically, Unless their partners take their names, which is obviously always possible. I was like, we could have been the Chinogli. Yeah. We've been talking about it. Leo's like, we could still change our names. And I was like, did you go through all that paperwork again? I have to change 
change my signature. <laughs> I was like, I mean, we could do it. it. Seems like a lot of work. I just think in, I think in a society where we talk about everything, right? I think it's perfectly acceptable to like have these conversations and whatever you agree upon. If I can have a conversation with someone and agree that you can pour hot wax all the way down my body and two consensual people can have that. Yeah. I think it's the same for like your name. You talk about what name you're going to want. We consensually come up with that agreement. Oh, I, you're going to pay for dates. We're going to consensually right, right. agree to that. I think that's perfectly fine. And I think when people step in and make a judgment on those, they're actually going against what, for me, what feminism is. And feminism is allowing people to do to what the fuck they want, they want yeah. <laughs> you know, what works for them and is, is consensual for everyone. And everybody is clear about what's happening. That's all I, I need in life. Yeah. I think I would be uncomfortable if like, if someone ever said to my husband, like, oh, you're Bridget's husband. And he was like, no, she's my wife. I'd be like, oh, you better step back. Motherfucker. <laughs> I think then I would be very uncomfortable, but because it's like, an, it's, it goes both ways. Yeah. Then I think that's, again, that's equal for me. Like I am his wife. He is my husband. We are partners. That's it. And I also think that if someone ever says like, oh, you're Mrs. Leo Chono, I'd be like, that's a little far. <laughs> it's one thing that I'm to say his wife. It's another one to say that I'm his name. Yeah. <laughs> that's a little weird and old timey. It, it is. It's, it's a it, little old timey. We're also kind of lucky. I feel like we always lived in big cities. And I feel like when you live in big cities, a lot more of this stuff is acceptable. Because when I go to like visit family in other places that are just, they're not big cities. There's not a huge population of people and stuff like that. It's harder for them actually to make those decisions on like how to do their name or whatever. That's a big change for them. I think for us, like we're in a bubble in Los Angeles. You know, we don't deal with a lot of stuff that other people deal with. And I see that every day. I did want to be the Chanel place though. <laughs> I wish you were Chinoglis. I wish I was the <laughs> I'm gonna get a mat that says "Welcome to the Chinoglis" though at my new house. Can you? No, you need like one of those ranch signs oh, that's yeah. like Chinogly Manor. Chinogly. I mean, if we have a big house with a that could deserve a gate that has a gate, perhaps, yes. then yes. we will absolutely yes. have to get a sign of some sort. <laughs> Signage in Signage. imminent. Oh yeah. Okay, so one of my favorite lines was I sort of mentioned it, but I'll tell you the whole quote. Her eyes went wide. You're ready again. And he says, Aurelian men come two or three times in quick succession. Her mouth opened in a no. I was like, I wouldn't have done that too. I'd be like, oh. oh. <laughs> Tell me more about your Come again. People. Come again, sir. Come again. <laughs> I like that. Come again. Come again. Come Welcome. Again. Come again. Come again. <laughs> I also said that he was a, uh, what did I? Oh, a make me gladiator. Make, make me gladiator. <laughs> Uh, uh, I I think that you and I are very similar because I said, "Oh, make me glad." Shawnee, Shawnee is just literally over here in hysteric chuckles to herself. Cannot get this sentence Sorry. out. She can't stop. <laughs> but he's also a McMuffin too. I what, I, I didn't hear the first thing you said. You were chuckling because I said make, "Make me glad," and you oh, said make, 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 me "Make me gladiator," and Hilarious. I was like, "That's better." <laughs> I but said that's that how was, I know we've been friends for yeah, so long. He said that I said that it was classy but primal. Yeah, me too. Yep. And I had a favorite review, and it was from Jen on Goodreads. Hello, Jen. Four stars. And I thought this is the perfect amount of review for a short book. There were a lot of people doing too much in the reviews on Goodreads. I personally think, and this is the first one. Good story! Exclamation point. Lots of action with the right amount of romance. Full stop. <laughs> And I was like, thank you. That's what I want to know. Is it a good story? Did it have action? Did it have romance? Check, check, check. Four stars. 
That's a book I'm going to read. I didn't need a telenovela in the description of your review. Some of the people's reviews were as long as this book. I mean, they were so long. It's a, it's a good example of how the last book that we read, she gave that the girl that's that really heavy backstory yeah. that really like didn't it didn't add more to the story. It, you, all you needed to know she had trauma. Right. And in this book, same thing happens. You know that he has trauma, right. but we did they don't go into every little action that happened. You know his trauma, his home planet was destroyed. The end. It was a Paris couple and sentences. sister killed in front of him. Yeah. Done. Done. You know what I mean? And that allows me to check the box in my mind. It's the same thing like if Galen a- like dragged him out while he was bleeding to death and yeah. saved him. Galen's a badass. Badass. Check. Done. You know what I mean? It's the same concept with the mansion. If you tell me there's a mansion in a book, boom, I make a mansion. Yeah. You tell me there's a trauma in a book, boom, my brain just makes the tra- puts the trauma there. You know, they're just like attributes for like a, your video game character. <laughs> you know? <laughs> if he has a trauma attribute, then he gets the rage mode. You know, like stuff like that. He gets revenge mode. <laughs> he gets revenge mode. You know what I mean? And then it allows me to justify that character without you having to go into every little detail of it. So I accept. My favorite review was... Let's see. It was from Q, a.k.a. Coco. It's an easy story to read, though I found Harper kind of boring at times. Her kickassery didn't overshadow her I'm all alone whininess on repeat for me, which is good. Raiden was pretty one-dimensional, but I found that I liked him that way. It made me laugh. I want your mouth on my cock. Now, she got on her knees. She <laughs> They played. I don't like bossy men, she said. Harper, suck my cock. See, it's kind of endearing that way. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. First of all, let me tell you, I want one dimension in my sex. Like when you're in primal brain, you don't have a lot of, I don't need a whole bunch of dimensional shit. Talk dirty to me. Talk nasty. Tell me what you're going to do to me and then do it. Like, I think you're going to like book too, Shani. <laughs> I probably I know will. your patrons in the title already, about it. I'm not going to say I didn't already start book two. <laughs> I'm not not going to say. <laughs> I'm not not going to say that I did not not already. Not not. I don't know what not I'm, I'm not, on, not. but I did start it. <laughs> But I think you're gonna like that one. Uh, that's awesome. Because so, yeah. she's turned on by the the uh, gladiatorness of the gladiator yes. and the the primalness. Who am I to deny? Who, who am I? I? Who am I to refuse? Who am Someone has to sacrifice themselves to the book gods, and I happily. You know what Anna, Anna Hackett, if, she, if Anna's going to write this for me, she's writing this She's going to write it for us. Thank you. Well, tell us what your, your final star rating was. Oh, uh, my final star rating was four. Me too. Twinsies. I was, I was like solid potato chip. Very solid. It was like when you get the big potato chip yes. in the bag and it's extra cri- yeah. crispy. That or someone like brings you home and you didn't know they were going to bring you home chips. Yes. Or like they bring you home a bag of Reese's and you're like, what? what? is happening okay i am pleasantly surprised by my life today and i have to say that if you guys listen to the podcast or you're new listeners hello if you're ogs you already know me and shawnee are not an easy review and i would say for a potato chip book of this nature we typically would be at like a three as like our standard in the sense that we liked it and we would read it again and it's fine and it hit all the boxes this book i really liked and i was happy to dive right into book two it wasn't quite a five-star romance like as you mentioned like she did make some stupid moves and it's also like i would say very hard to get to five stars if you're only a 200 page book just because like there isn't a ton a ton of story but i was very very pleasantly surprised it fulfilled everything that i wanted it to i almost gave it five stars just because i didn't like the last book so much and i was like (laughs) five stars and i was like all right Bridget, let's realistically look at this it's four stars but i did really like it highly recommend i've already read a couple and it's on kindle unlimited i definitely think you should read it too it is a solid 
four stars. And I totally am with you because sometimes when we compare the last book to the one, you yeah. just want to be like, five stars! <laughs> Thank it's you for putting stars. six! Oh my it's god, you, you didn't close That's the like door? Sexy. Five stars! <laughs> <laughs> you know? But I, yeah, I, I totally agree. Okay, Jane. Jane is the clincher. How do we do, da, Jane? Da, da, da. <laughs> I, okay, I give it a three, but that is Ooh! a lot better than the other ones. So. <laughs> okay, I won't claim my $5 for a three, but I do have to say... Jane was convinced she was going to be at a one or two for the whole season, and she's already at a three with a little smile. So it can only go up and up and up from here, my friends. (laughs) Well, as you guys know, we have lots of fun interviews coming up with our sci-fi authors, as well as a couple more aliens and cyborgs making some appearances. So until then, may your books be your lover. And your hand your best friend. Thanks for hanging in with us, romance readers. Head over to Instagram to continue chatting with us. We're super friendly. We want to cackle with you. We want to know what your favorite sex scene was. And we need more book recommendations. If you want to read along with us, go to our website, romanceataglance.com, to see what we're reading next. And we'll see you next podcast.